Welcome to Finding Neurodivergence. This segment is Jackson's journey. From start to finish, ish, you'll ride along with me as I discover, find out, figure out, handle, emotionally cry with Jackson's new diagnosis of selective mutism. So come along and learn with me. So here's a quick update on Jackson's journey. Um, and I just want everyone to know how crazy it is and time-consuming and hard it is for a mom to get the services that her son needs. So the psychologist, a specialist psychologist that specializes in selective mutism, I said specialist like 50,000 times today, oh well, um, is going to cost about anywhere between 175 to 275 depending on who we get and whatnot, right? So let's just say 200. And then the speech therapist is going to be 200, um, and she's coming twice a week. And then the psychologist is once a week, but additionally to that, they'll go to IEPs, they'll do additional sessions in the school and whatnot. And so you're looking at more money, right? So I'm trying to get this covered by Medi-Cal because Medi-Cal doesn't have a psychologist that feels confident in treating selective mutism and needs a special speech therapist that is also really, you know, expert in being able to do the word retrieval, whatever. So I call Medi-Cal on hold for about 30, 40 minutes for them to tell me that Medi-Cal doesn't work that way. Like I can't just file a claim and give them the super bill for them to pay. Like I'd have to find someone who already takes Medi-Cal. And so I proceeded to explain to them, but it's a specialist and there's no specialists that take Medi-Cal. All of them are super bills. And she was like, well, I don't really know what to tell you. Because our kids are adopted through foster care, we are on straight Medi-Cal. And Medi-Cal also has plans, right? Obamacare kind of stuff. So I was told that I have to now call, like, the overall health plan people. So I call. I look up them. I decide to send an email instead because it's getting late. And I send an email. The next day, they call me back. Amazing. Great. And I talk to them for 30 to 45 minutes about what's going on. And they proceed to tell me that they don't know if they can help me and that if Medi-Cal is going to be able to do it. But my best bet is to get on a plan and then go that route. And I was like, well, why would I get on a plan if they're not going to have a psychologist that's going to help? I might as well just stay on the plan that we have now, which is nothing, right? And somebody goes, well, I guess you could call them each plan individually and find out if they have a psychologist that is going to be able to do it. And I was like, Okay, so he gave me the two main plans, and I proceeded to call one of them, and it was going to be a 30-minute wait. No big deal. That's fine. I can handle 31 minutes. So it asks me, you know, if you want to keep your line in queue, press 1, and then you say your name, and then they'll and the tele- and verify the telephone number, and they'll call you back. And I'm like, fine. That's great. I, I fold laundry. I do whatever I need to do at the house. I get a call back. And it's automated saying, hey, do you want to proceed with your call on hold? And I say, press one. And it says yes. And then it puts me on hold and says, I'm 97 person in queue. 97 person in queue. First of all, I was closer when I was just, should it, like, 31 minutes ago. Like, I don't know how that happened. And you're supposed to call me back when you have someone live to talk to. And instead, I get another automated thing and I have to wait again. So I proceeded to wait, and then my sister calls, and I was like, screw that. I'd rather talk to my sister. So I hung up on them, and I still have not gotten anything 
done and have basically been on the phone for three hours. And now I get to dread a call that I know I have to make that's going to take me three to four hours on hold for me to actually speak to someone who more than likely isn't going to be able to help me. But I have to do my due diligence so that I can check all the boxes so that I can say, I did this, this, and this, pay this. I want to say curse right there if I do it. So I haven't gotten anything done, but I'm a little bit of a step closer to figuring out what we need to do to get this paid for. And I get the dreaded call of having to call this person, this health plan back, plus three more in order to figure out if any of them have a specialist that can help Jackson. So yeah, we need a better system. We need more money so that parents can get the help that their kid needs. All right, I'll keep you posted as I wait on hold forever today. Thank you for listening. We truly appreciate it. Please subscribe to Finding Neurodivergence through Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.